Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello dog lovers and welcome to another episode of Dogs With Jobs. It's lovely to have you with me. I'm Kate Fairweather. My interview today is Pat Sutton and she and I were talking earlier in the month because I rang her as my local breeder of beagles. She runs a kennels that has been established since the 1940s, breeding beagles. And I rang because we unfortunately said goodbye to our absolutely adored two and a half year old beagle this month and it's been a bit raw and a bit awful and um, so we're dog free at the moment and hoping to welcome another beagle puppy in our we're all obsessed with the breed in my house (laughs) another beagle puppy next year Um, but in the meantime I had a chat with Pat and I said can I come and interview you and come and see your beagles because the show ring and everything to do with the actual show ring, as opposed to hound shows and the kind of show ring for working hounds, is something that we haven't covered in Dogs With Jobs. And it kind of is a type of work. And so we're talking about an amazing dog called Endeavoured. And uh, we talk about how he got his name and also about his second career, because having retired from the ring, he's now in the business of uh, being a stud dog. So be aware, please. I felt I should put in a content warning here that around 17 minutes in we are talking about the mating of dogs uh, in a fairly sort of matter of fact down to earth way so uh, if you've got children listening just be aware that it's coming up so I'm going to leave you with my interview with Pat. Um, If you are enjoying the podcast, please do consider leaving us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll pop in my contact details on the show note and on the website, wherever you're listening, uh, so that if you know someone who works their dog or dogs, get them to get in touch with me because I absolutely love meeting them. So here we go. Hello. Hello, sweetie. Hello, sweeties. You're so sweet. Oh. I'm with Patricia Sutton. Is it Pat or Patricia? Um, Pat, usually. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm sitting in your front room here and I'm already stunned by a beautiful, huge photograph you have at one end of the room, who I think is the dog we're going to be talking about, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. And there is another sculpture of a beagle head yes, on the wall. Is that a... the same dog? No, it's not. It's a um, a bitch um, who, I can't think, she she would be one of my champion bitches called um, Rossat Kerfuffle. Okay. And she was, oh, she must have died over... 15, 15 plus years ago. Well, having so a, a, he could mm. be, and I can't remember because pedigrees nowadays we don't need to write them out because it's all done for you on mm. online. Um, and so I've lost the the, yes. the aptitude of remembering pedigrees. Some I remember like yesterday, you know, but because I don't write puppy sales pedigrees down anymore. So, Pat, you've kind of given the game away there because because this is stretching the definition of working dog a little bit. Yes. But we're here to talk about your wonderful champion beagle who's a champion in the show ring. Correct. Now, this isn't in the hound show ring for working beagles. This is in the show ring. So, if it doesn't offend, I'm going to suggest that this is equivalent to being a supermodel. Does that you work could for call you? it that. <laughs> yes, if that's what, so 
floats your boat, you know, as they say. No, that's fine. I mean, the show world is all about fit for function. Yes. So their, their, um, their confirmation and uh, all of that has to be correct for them to do the job they were yeah. originally bred to do. So the breed standard exists yes. because it exemplifies what perfectly set up to work would Absolutely. look Absolutely. Like. Okay. And the Beagle standard was probably written way back in, you know, 1800 and something by masters of Beagle packs. And it's never diverged. It's well, The wording has changed a little bit and it's been modernised and yeah. so on. But the, the, the core running through it is, is what it was back, you know, 150 plus years ago. So, so for anyone who, who doesn't know anything about the showing world, um, now I know that we're, we're going to be meeting Endeavour, didn't we? Yes. Tell me about, well, first of all, just tell me how it works. How do you end up at Crofts? We in this country don't and can't show our dogs until they're six months old. So at um, Kennel Club registered shows, they have to be six months. And um, in fact, I've got two puppies being shown this morning, uh, one which still belongs to me, um, and they are six months and one week. Okay. <laughs> at their second show. Okay. So, you know, this is when you start. Before that, they will have been to ring craft classes, which are all around the country and learnt and been taught uh, by people who know what they're doing um, to, to teach their owners and the puppies what the show world is about. And will that include things like how to stand? Yes. And those sorts of things. Yes. So what, what, did an, what does any puppy or what did Endeavour need to know how, well, before we, he walked into his first show? He room? needed to know the beagles are a small breed, so they are posed or stacked, as we call it, on a, on, a, on a dog table. Okay. So the judge can go over them on the table. So he needs, needed to learn to stand correctly, four square, on the table and have his head gone over, his teeth looked at to sort of see the, the bite and so on and so forth. And then he then needed to know how to move on a lead uh, correctly up and up and down and round the ring. Okay, so he's got to be walking properly on lead. He's yes. got to be patient with being examined. Yes. Just, just like a pet dog would, I guess, going Abs to the vet. Absolutely. These are all skills, yeah, these are all skills are that anyway. your puppies need. And they need to be used to that because, you know, so many of them do get put off when we go to these some of these bigger championship shows mm. because they're noisy and there's an atmosphere and, and hounds actually are very noise sensitive. Mm. So, you know, that's a good thing, but sometimes not, you know, they're put off by a noise they don't understand. So you started with Endeavour. Tell me about the name first. Why Endeavour? Well, I wanted to call him Endeavour after <laughs> Morse. <laughs> and the, I sent the name in, you know, to the Kennel Club and it came back with an added ED on the end. <laughs> How frustrating. Yes. Why was that? I have no idea. They Obviously, somebody else had had the, the name or, or there was a, um, a, a prefix. Uh, my prefix is Rossat. Mm. Um, and so, you know, each kennel has its own prefix. So you start your puppy naming with Rossat and his was Endeavour. But 
the kennel plug stuck an extra ed on the end so i had to get you know and it got shortened to dev okay know, in the in the kennels dev um so yes he's he's been um i showed him as a puppy and because my hips were beginning to give way i showed him he had another best puppy in show at mm -hmm. bath championship show mm -hmm. he won the puppy stakes at windsor which qualified him for the pup of the year and he also went best puppy of all breeds in show which is quite a you know, quite that's a win. A, that's a big deal, isn't it? Uh, it is. And that was sub six months. No, that, that's... That was post six months. Post six months. I think he was about nine months when okay. he did that. So did you spot the potential? Right oh, yes, right at the beginning. How, how did you know he was well, going he to succeed attitude, in the ring? Well, he had Why he, does that matter? Well, it's a show, you know? And, and I mean, people with attitude... Um, or dogs with attitude, win more than dogs that just stand there and act like a robot. You know, they've got a bit of character and a bit of... So what made him stick out in the litter? Well, I can't remember now offhand how many dogs and bitches there were in the litter. Um, but he was a very smartly marked beagle. I love a, a white glaze up the face, you know, yeah. particularly. Um, but other than that, I mean, he just was four square as a baby puppy. Um, had attitude, as I say, and moved absolutely soundly and straight up and back and, you know. Yeah. So and I guess by that stage, you knew exactly what you were looking at because how I, long have you been breeding beagles for? Well, I started after my parents died and that would have been ooh, late 80s. Right, oh, a long time then. A long yes. time, yes. I picked up when, when, um, when they both, uh, well, when mother died first and then father and I just carried on the kennel. I'd been brought up with it, so... It seemed such a shame to sort of waste all the bloodlines, you know. Yeah. So uh, mother had started be with beagles in the back end of the 50s. Oh, gosh. So the kennel itself has gone, has gone from, from the 50s. Yeah. Wow. So we're an old... Both parents actually judged at Crafts. Right. Best in show at Crafts. I've wow. judged the breed, uh, the breed at Crafts. Um, but um, they were well known around the world, well, particularly mother, judging all breeds around the world. So, you know, we've been a, a well-known and famous kennel in the past. Um, and I've just kept going with the beagles and I, you know, had the old water spaniel to show. Yeah. Um, my first dog... I should say, I walked in the door and the first thing I saw was the most stunning water spaniel. I hadn't seen an Irish water spaniel before. Oh, but right, yes. yes. No, Weasley's, so, Weasley's I was lovely. expecting a kitchen full of beagles, but no. No, no they live in kennels, I'm yeah. afraid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, so back to Endeavour then. Back to Endeavour. Well, so he was already he was winning then, at nine months. Oh, yes, yes. And um, I then, he needed to mature. So after we'd gone to the puppy stakes, the puppy finals, which are a lovely occasion. Anyway, we, it and was... And where is this? Is uh, this up in Birmingham? No, it's not. It's Stonely Park. Okay. Um, it's in a lovely hotel mm. just just up from there. And anyway, we, we had, uh, you know, a lovely weekend. And, and uh, he, he got picked through to the last eight or ten and then didn't didn't go any further, you know, which is fine. I mean, you know, because uh, it's all breeds. Yes. All breeds are there. Anyway, um, after that, um, I thought he needed to mature. So I didn't show him uh, for oh several months, you know. And by then my hips had begun to play up. So I got a really good friend of mine um, called Lee Cox, 
to show him at championship shows. And uh, he got the three or four championships that he needed to become a champion. Okay, so this is like regional heats almost. Well, there are... This is building up to be in the championship classes. I think 28 to 30 all breeds championship shows throughout the country. And, uh, you know, from Scotland to Paynton in Devon. And And Crofts is the one that your average person has heard of. Yes, it is. But it's just actually one of 28. Just one of 28 or so, you know. Because... I was on the general committee, which then became the board of the Kennel Club. I could not show at Crafts, so he's never been shown at Crafts oh, okay. um, because I was on, on the board. Understandable, yeah. For 12 to 14 years. So okay. when I had to retire, because your age constraint at the Kennel Club, um, that, was, that was it. Then I could have shown him at Crafts, but of course by then he's, what is he now, eight? Okay. Oh, to me, that's, I mean, that's still quite... Oh, it's not old. It's not old for oh, a no, beagle, no, it is it? Eight no, it years old. No, mm. no, But he's, because he's got attitude... Yeah. He doesn't okay. like being stacked. Okay. So you're stood there with a beautifully presented beagle, which slowly sinks in the west <laughs> and lies down. <laughs> that's what attitude gets you, I'm afraid. <laughs> And I, we tried, I mean, poor Lee put up with all of this, bless him, and um, a little... Uh, Hang on, so just so I'm clear, so basically he would lie down... Yes. ...when he was supposed to be just standing, standing foursquare for the yeah. dodges. Yeah. Just sink. So quite a character. Oh, definitely a character, yeah. yes. And poor Lee put up with all of this. And <laughs> managed. We managed to get sort of three tickets. Um, and then... A lovely little girl called Nikki Scarlett from the West Country. She showed him, uh, well, I showed him and she moved him for me because of my hips. Um, And he got his fourth ticket, which I always like to get four. Mm. um, How many do you need? Three. Three, okay. But fours, you know. And then we were very pleased to stop showing him. (laughs) Very naughty boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, beagles are all a bit naughty, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. You know, and I mean, but he was just... Being a male, too, they can be more... um, Is there a difference between the sexes? Not a lot. Not Mm. a lot, no. But um, I think, you know, a male is probably just a little bit more bumptious. Yes. It's a good word for it. Yeah, I'm sure many would agree. (laughs) Yes. So um, that's, that's, that's sort of it, really. So he's now gone on to produce some lovely, lovely puppies... Because he's, of course, he's enjoying a second career as a stud dog. Now, Absolutely, yes. yes. So, how is that going? going well, on? he's got several children out at the moment. <laughs> I, mean, I realise that's an odd question. How is it going? His career as a stud dog. I mean, you must be seeing some of his litters coming. Absolutely, now. absolutely. So, you know, there's puppies out. Uh, last year, I had two to three litters, and I mean, they've gone out. There's an Irish. There's a daughter in in. Um, uh, Northern Ireland, who's now an FCI champion. What's an FCI champion? Well, it's different from Kennel Club. Okay. That's all it is. It's okay. just run under slightly different rules. Okay. And they need green stars in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And she's just become a champion. So she's about 15 months old. Um, he's got a daughter in Australia that's a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to export to New Zealand a little girl. 
and I would hope she would become a New Zealand champion. You know, she's very tidy. Wow, so these, so in Dev's bloodline, or Dev, should we call him Dev? Yes. Dev's bloodline is going all over oh, the all world. All over the then. world, absolutely, yes. Uh, and have you bred from him in your own kennel? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's not been that many people who've used him outside of the kennels, yeah. which sometimes happens, you know, because I don't show anymore. Mm. People, so people aren't people, currently aware. Well, they forget very quickly, yeah. you know. Uh, that's typical. Mm. I mean, they only see the dogs that are winning now. Yes. They forget about what's won. And in the stud world, yes. the, the premium and the currency is everything. Do, I mean, do people come and ask you, do, do, how does it work? I mean, if yes, you have they, a bitch they, oh, yes. and you if want... If they've got a bitch yes. and they do their research and they decide, you know, and he's got all the health um, uh, things that he needs. Yeah. Uh, we we all, all have to have our beagles health tested. Mm. And, I mean, he's historically clear mm. for, the, for the three things that we need to test for. Um, and so that all, it, yes. you know, un- understates the, the case. Mm. And at the end of it, um, yes, they ring me up and say, I've got a bitch that's... Next time she's in season, I would like to bring her to thing and I will inquire on her health status, what her pedigree is. Oh, and, gosh. You know, so it's like an arranged marriage. Yes, it is. Yes. And you're checking the bitch's health credentials because the, the last thing you want <coughs> yes, is to, is, is to yeah. have that bloodline go yeah. wrong. Well, um, most of it is, is um, genetic mm. genetics and everybody's getting more and more into that and more and more tests... I mean, we've only had DNA testing for the last oh, 10 years at the very most in the dog world. Yeah. And, I mean, now you can test for all sorts of things. Um, and do you? Some, I mean... No, some of them are, are testing for colour and whether it's got oh, real... Wow. Du- I mean, stupid things, really, you know. And you you can test for all sorts of things. Um, I, I still stick with the two or three, well, the three things that we have to and, and two or three others that are sensible to do. Um, and um, historically, all mine are clear, mm. you know, for, for that. Having arranged this, uh, then when the bitch comes into season, the owner tells me and we say, right, bring her up on the 12th to 14th day and we'll arrange a marriage. Yeah. And... Um, I always do my matings in a little kennel just off the, the, the way your car's parked. Uh-huh. And because um, my back is so bad, I do it on a, t- a trestle table now. Right. You, we'll laugh. But, you know. <laughs> it's not sounding very romantic. No. And, and they get to know each other on the floor. Yeah. And when the bitch says, oh, you know, I like you, come on. We park her on the table and he has to be restrained from jumping on the table. He knows exactly. Right what he's gone to that little room for yes and um park the bitch on the table and uh you know he's he's uh, yes gets on with it not much to say about no, that there isn't really so nine weeks later we hope we have puppies and and they always they always do it right with the instinct kicking in no um he's a fumbler <laughs> you probably want to cut this out but you know <laughs> he'll put it everywhere but the right spot right but that's where i'm there for okay so you're facilitating i'm yes and mm. and you know you pop the bit where... <laughs> oh, yes you can't have everything can you i mean he's got no. looks he's and got people, great personality people, they, i mean that he would manage obviously yeah. but it would be exhausting yeah and 
the, the main thing, A, a you always protect your stud dog from an, a novice bitch biting him. Yeah. And that's quite important. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is you obviously want to get, a, you know, dog's tie. Mm. So, and that's the bitch that's doing that. Right. Um, um, Explain what tie is for anyone well, who Well, somebody that doesn't know, they stick together. Right. He swells up. Yeah. And she... Clamps grabs on. him, clamps okay. on. And that's obviously to facilitate Absolutely. the sperm finding the, sperm the egg washing its way yeah. through. Yeah. All dogs do, foxes, um, wolves, all the canidae or whatever they're called, mm. they all do that. Okay. Um, and so after about 10, 20 minutes, um, everything subsides and, you know, but I like a tie because it shows me that the bitch is really ready. Yes. You occasionally get slip, what we call slip matings, mm -hmm. which are, um, he, he goes in and he produces and then comes straight out again. Yeah. The bitch doesn't grab him. And I've, I've had puppies from that. It's yes. not, but it's ideal if the bitch does do a tie. Yeah, because it's Sorry, some... No, I'm just... I've dis descended into a sex lesson, really. <laughs> no, you know, I don't know that people no. necessarily know. And, of course, it is part of what he's doing now. He's finished showing, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And don't think that the show dogs don't do hunting mm. because we have had in the past for many, many years a drag hunt, mm. which, uh, be you know, the Beagle Club or the Beagle Association used to... Uh, manage. I'm not sure they're still going on now. What with COVID and one thing and another, I think it all came to a mm -hmm. sad ending. But they were on an aniseed trail, mm -hmm. and um, you know it was hugely popular. So um, you know they they have retained yeah. some of the ability to actually work. But I'm guessing you have hundreds and hundreds of years, don't you, of oh, breeding yes. yeah, for yeah. function yeah. behind beagles as yes. a breed. And you're never going to actually do without the hunting instinct. Yeah. But I think we have mellowed it. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the hound, the, the pack beagles are bred to be very, very sharp. Mm. And on the job, you know, yeah. like like a little terrier almost. And actually, I've spoken to a couple of people that work beagles that say every now and then, very rarely, every now and then you get a beagle that just isn't interested and yeah. they make fabulous they pets. Yeah, they do. And obviously they don't work no. if they're not interested in working. No. But no. it's rare, I understand. Yes, I think it is, you mm. see. And I've known of that. You know, my I hunted a pack of drag hounds, which are fox hounds, for mm. 20 years. And they were originally kenneled with a pack of beagles. Wow. So, you know, I've I'm sort of been quite involved both in both sides of that. Both sides, mm. yes. And um I think it, it's 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 fascinating watching dogs work, whether it's a gun dog or it's a, a, a working hound or a terrier, you know, they've all got their own specialties. Mm which they've been bred for for, you know, a hundred years, really. And yet, from what you're saying, there's a talent in the show ring as well. Oh, gosh, yes. Mm. I mean, you know, some of those, um, and there are now clubs that do scent work. Yes. And beagles have, have come on in that, mm. you know, hunting a, a man. Yeah. Um, and finding people, mm. you know, that have got lost. I mean, yes. there is this wonderful ability with, with noses yes. and, you know, we mustn't sort of breed that out. Yeah. But when people have a pet, I always say to them, the one thing you must make sure you do is have a good recall. Mm. Now, because a beagle is, it can be a very independent, 
Uh, they can go uh, deaf, cloth-eared when they like, but you need to have that recall. And when you have a good recall... Everything else follows. Everything else drops in line. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, having had beagles for years, you, you understand. It's, it's, you have to keep underlining it, though. It's not something that's once taught and then they remember it forever because they conveniently don't. Yeah. And I always say nowadays, too, with GPS collars and all that sort of thing, if you're not quite trusting your dog... Mm. And you want to go for a walk and get it off lead. And in certain places, that's very sensible mm. and, and you're able to. But in other areas where there's lots of deer, for instance, mm. I wouldn't recommend it. But put a GPS collar on and yeah. if it disappears, at least you know where it is. Yes. You know, which is always helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet that I'm mine for my next beagle. Um, so just let me take, take me back to what a show day looks like. So the last time you showed Endeavoured. Right. Well, we would have got up very early in the morning for a long distance show. And I mean, I've driven in the past. I used to drive all three to four plus hours up there and back in the same day. You know, I mean, it's just what you did. Yeah. Um, so it started off very early. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feed my beagles before I go to a show. Uh, they get a feed when they come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I feed everything in the morning. Mm-hmm. So they would miss breakfast. Well, they'd be well before breakfast. Mm-hmm. Into the car, have a little run around outside, have a tiddle and all the bits that, you know, go with it. And into the car, I would have packed up the car the night before with what I wanted, you know, I always cage my dogs on a bench. Mm-hmm. It's more convenient and I like the safety of it yeah. for them. Um, so everything would be in the car and we put the dogs in and off we go. And we get there, hopefully in lots of time, traffic permitting, um, and get them out again, a little walk to relieve themselves and then into the show and on the bench and settle down and we would probably go off then or I would go off then to have a cup of coffee and a mm. bacon sandwich. Because there's a lot of waiting at a show, isn't there? Yes, there is. Because, and I cannot quite understand why the public don't. It's, it's a, it's, it, unless you understand what you're watching, it's very, very boring. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, and um, it, it's a bit like horse showing, just the same. Mm. More people would go and watch show jumping or eventing mm. than ever go to watch... Um, the showing classes it's only people who are interested yes who watch and that's the same with the dogs um so you know we we then uh, judging usually starts 9 30 10 o'clock so you know if you've got a puppy a puppy dog then you're you're relegated to getting up very early for a a few months (laughs) because they're always dogs are always classified before the bitches are okay so you know when you'd start you know no. why is that is that because of distraction in the ring yes yes mm. and, and and dogs you know if any bitches come in that are nearly into season or mm. just finishing season and are being shown then of course the dogs you know if the dogs Don't go second. first mm. you, you you haven't got that you know problem um so anyway you'd show your dog and if it won its class then you have to wait and go into the challenge which is all the winning dogs, males, yeah. go in for the challenge. Yeah. And hopefully, if, if you're in the puppy, you get best puppy, yeah. which then you have to stay again for to run off against the best bitch puppy. Right. To be told that you're best puppy in breed. Okay. Ah, oh, so you're making your way through these various classes, classes. through the day. Yes. And 
The more successful the dog or bitch, yeah. the longer the, the day. The longer the day. I went to Crofts earlier in the year. Right. And it was my first time going to any show. And I was a little bit overwhelmed by the sheer size of it. Yes. But yeah. it, it was funny as well because you have these... It's, it's a shopping extravaganza it too. It is. Yes, it is. Not... They had five halls in yes, Crofts yes. last year. And that's how they make their money from yeah. all these stands and mm. so on, you know. Yes. The dogs are a bit of a periphery. Mm. And we... it was in, it was interesting because I went on working and pastoral day, right? And um, and as I wandered around, there were these rows and rows and rows of crates with yes. exceptionally good-looking dogs. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. It was yeah. like being backstage at a, at a oh, it runway. Is. Oh, it is. You know, it was and all the beautiful. Beautifying. And everyone's being plumped, and yeah. all the dogs are obviously and accustomed to being groomed. And oh plumped. yes, absolutely. Especially the coated breeds. Yes, you know they're they're patient to stand on tables and let people trim and do the last yeah. tiny minutes of this. Beagles are wonderful because they're really wash and go breeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know you would have prepared the, a, a beagle a couple of days or the morning the day before with a bath and you know, a little trim here and there. Um, but that was it. But that would be it, mm. yes, and a good comb through and a brush and, mm. you know, and, that, and that's it, really. Mm. Um, and, and then at the show, probably a little little bit of chalky on the face to hide any, any pink or black marks, you know, to make the one. And that's, again, and then you wipe it off and away you go. Mm. Oh. So into your ring, on a show lead, not a big thick collar or whatever, but an attractive little lead mm. and the dogs all respect those leads people say to me oh you know but you know well it's kind you, of like a uniform you put it on when you go to work absolutely and you? they know mm. you know they can be as light as a feather on those leads and mm. um, because they're trained and and know how how they should deport deportment is everything you know mm. <laughs> <laughs> amazing can we meet him can we meet him we can certainly go and see right so how many beagles do you have here? Well, I've cut right back. Mm-hmm. I used to have, oh, nearly 20, I suppose. Yeah. And I cut back to just uh, eight to 10. Okay. Um, what a lovely number. That sounds Yes, heavenly. a nice number. Oh, now look Now we have two girlies guys. that are in season on the left. No, wow. you're not going to come through this time. You stay, you stay. Hello, girlies. Oh, oh. You're not allowed in there, sweetie. I'm no. going to hold you back a little bit while Blake goes wait. through. No, wait. You, if you come through... There okay. you go. Wait. He knows wait. Wait for magic word. Wait. Oh, God, they're gorgeous, Pat. Wait. Oh, look at wait. these little girls. So is this the hot box? <laughs> yes. They, they're nearly finished. They're going back out on Monday, actually. Um, they are girlies. beautiful. Two girlies. Um, only on the right, yeah. um, her two puppies are being shown this morning. Oh, they're yes. the ones. Two from her. Oh, no, the boys are leaping. There's an old lady there. Hello, you guys. An old Hello, lady you there guys. who's finished. Hello, handsome. Shush. You are a noisy. Stop it. Now, let's go this way. And um, I will endeavour to let endeavoured out. Okay. So if you sort of step back. Okay. Stay this end. Oh, such, so much excitement. Oh, and he's out. Hello. Oh, 
what a handsome lad. Pat, it's making me feel old. Oh, hello. Oh, he says I must be going out. To... <laughs> hello, you. Hello, you. What a handsome boy. Oops. Gosh, he is a gorgeous looking beagle. Last time. Yeah. So, um. Oh, hello, sweetheart. Hello, hello gorgeous. Oh, he's got mummy. lovely, lovely. Oh, he's beginning to look his age now. But... Yeah, but he's like a silver fox type. Oh, yes, you know, absolutely. If he were a human, he'd be George Clooney, wouldn't he? Oh, absolutely. God, he's handsome. There we go. And is the white blaze characteristic of your kennel? Yes. I mean, yeah. everything here has got a white blaze. Yes. I br- I've bred for it, you know. Uh, I mean, Mother did as well, but I've bred for it certainly for the last 30-odd years. Yeah, it's very distinctive. Yes, it is. And that's a sort of kennel... And are all of yours tricolour? No. But just for anyone who doesn't know, there there are hound variances in... uh, Oh, you've got a lemon over there. uh, Is that uh, lemon? Well, she's light tan. Okay. But a tan and white bitch. Um, I've... He has... He has a lemon or a tan gene. Yeah. So he does have... um, the ability to have um, multicoloured puppies. Okay. Um, the young dog here, Whisperer, mm-hmm. stood there. Look sideways. Yep, sideways on. Um, he he comes from a another dog who never sired a, a tan and white in his life. Okay. And he hasn't, so he will be um, genetically, um, you know, doubtful of, of breeding. He's very strong genes, whereas he's he's bred several nice tan and white and as i'm looking at endeavoured he's he's a lot bigger than the bitches definitely but also than some of the dogs is that no he is there the, an, is the there three, a best size the three does... dogs would be the same size the three dogs okay. i've got here okay. and they would all be around the 16 inches right which is the desired maximum height yeah my bitches are smaller my bitches are mostly between 14 and 15 inches okay uh, I mean, that little bitch in there on the left would be 14 and a half. The bitch on the right would be one of my bigger ones, Granita. Okay. And she would be a good 15 to 15 and a half. Okay. Which is quite big for me, you know, yes. but not oversized. Yes. No, you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, oh, they're all chill now, aren't yeah, they? Oh, yes, they're, yeah. they're not, you know, even the puppies settled yes. in here. Do you know, I feel like I've gone to heaven this morning. Oh, Pat, Doing he's so he's gorgeous. Sweet, isn't he? Yes, and he's such a lovely. Mm-hmm. He's just. May I take a picture of you both? Of course. Here, look. Well, I do hope you enjoyed that. It's always such a pleasure to talk to somebody who's got so much experience, gained over decades of working very closely with dogs and horses, as you could hear. I found Pat very down to earth, very humorous. She was an absolute delight to talk to. And um, and I felt like I learned a lot. Hope you did too. I'll be back in another couple of weeks with my next lot of interviewees. I've got some really lovely interviews coming up. So do make sure you subscribe and leave us a review if you can. That will be most appreciated. Dogs with Jobs, presented by Kate Fairweather and produced with John Wellsman. Made by volunteers in Petersfield, this is Shine Radio. Oh, it's like being in a little family. Um, I love the community spirit. I like coming out to events like this. This is my first event with Shine. I'm honing in on my editing skills right now. 
I've been allowed free reign of the controls this weekend. And yeah, just learning loads of new skills, being able to broadcast, interview. It's really good. Petersfield's Shine Radio. You make it shine. Call Petersfield 555 500 or email team at shineradio.uk.